You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab Grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax. Let's chat. Here we go with another hot mess moment. Hot mess mom. I'm a hot mess Monday story. This one, of course, has to do with some sort of animal waste. But it's all started out because my husband's squadron was offering a family marriage retreat at one of those indoor water park places. And it was free. And so we jumped on it. It was basically a free vacation. And they gave him a free day off work to go to it. So we left on Friday, came back on Sunday. It was completely free. I mean, other than our gas to get there, but all the meals were like catered, the hotel room, the water park admission indoors was, it was all free. And it was only three hours from our house. So we totally jumped on it. We had to attend some kind of cheesy retreat sessions. Honestly, we did get a few things like communication tools and things out of it, but they had childcare provided the whole time and it was awesome. My husband and I are kind of children, so we were those total like bad students at our table that were giggling and making fun of stuff, but it was also really nice to spend some solid time just goofing around and feeling like I was dating my husband again and meeting a lot of his work friends. Now, right before we left, my oldest was having some trouble breathing and coughing. He had like this lingering sickness and we had been to the doctor a few times and I'm kind of getting all sad now because I'm thinking about how much I miss Dr. O in New York because she was amazing. But the pediatrician anyways, Dr. O, ordered a chest x-ray and we found out that he had a collapse, not a whole collapsed lung. It was like a tiny, it's called atelectasis. It's like a little tiny lobe area of his lung was collapsed. So she put him on breathing treatments every four hours. Now this is the day before we go on this trip. So I'm rushing around trying to find a pharmacy that's got the stuff that are open. We didn't own a nebula or anything. So not only did I have to get the albuterol, but I also had to find a pharmacy that carried the the nebulizers and things like that. So we're deciding to truck along with this trip anyways, even though that means we would have to stop whatever we were doing every four hours to do these breathing treatments. And the whole family has some sort of summer cold. The twins are really stuffy and they're sad because this is August and the two-year-old is stuffy, but she's like the least miserable out of anybody. So we get in the car and we head to this place in the Adirondack Mountains and it was absolutely gorgeous. This hotel has a gift shop, this fun kids room with like TVs and games they can play and stuff to color. There was an indoor water park with like legit slides and arcade, like the whole nine. It was great and it was free and we were totally down. So we check in because you're allowed to check in after three and we see this cute like raccoon mascot, like person dressed up as a mascot in the lobby having this dance party. And so we head over like, oh, this is going to be cute and fun. No, two-year-old absolutely loses it crying hysterically scared of this thing. I can, I'm closing my eyes now and I can see her in my mind, like the apps. I have, I have a video of it because I'm terrible, but I mean, she was terrified of this raccoon. So then we spend like 15 minutes trying to like coax her into like, it's okay. He's really nice, but we're awesome parents. So we're also laughing hysterically the whole time. So the whole, the whole place is great. Everything's good and everything goes well. 
Except the twins are so snotty that they can't really breathe well to sleep, so they're waking up tons during the night. My husband's in the bed with the two kids trying to not get them to wake up when the babies wake up, so I'm dealing with the babies. I end up sleeping on the floor with one of the babies, like, snuggled in with me to try to get her to sleep because her pacifier kept falling out. Like, we survived, but we needed a lot of coffee, and we just kept saying the whole time, like, this is free, (laughs) this is free. We get one tiny, like, it was actually pretty jam-packed with all these, like, marriage counseling thingies, like, little sessions we had to go to. We got a break where they still provided child care, and they said to take that as a couple or whatever, but what we did is we actually took the two big kids out, went to the water park with them, we left the babies with the child care, and the four-year-old cried the whole time, because it's, like, 2 p.m., so he should have probably been napping, but he wasn't, because we were going to the water park, and he had just spent from, like, 9 a.m. until 2 running around with all these kids and this child watch. He was just exhausted. So he's grumpy and he's scared. He gets to the top of some slide, doesn't want to go down. Like he was just so grumpy, but the whole trip was free. So all in all, it was really awesome and it was fun, but then we had to head home. So our three hour trip home takes seven. We had to stop because we had poopy diapers because there were, we had to do a breathing treatment. The babies needed fed. Then everybody's hungry. So we stopped for lunch. The toddler had to pee after 10 minutes. We had just left a restaurant and she definitely peed there. And we finally get home the whole time in the car. Everybody's coughing and just sound terrible. The babies now sound like they have croup. The oldest, his breathing treatments don't seem to be helping. And so he's coughing even worse now. And it's just like, everybody's just going down really fast. We just need to get home. While we were gone, the pet sitter, who was this kid from our church, had texted me to let me know that my dog kept throwing up his food. And he said he cleaned it up. And he and I thought, okay, maybe he's anxious because we're gone or the heat because it's August. We don't have AC. We had window ACs, but we didn't have central AC. So I asked the kid to crank up the window ACs. So after this seven hour trip that was only supposed to take three hours, I walk into the door. And I mean, the second I open the door, two massive piles of German Shepherd vomit. Now, when I tell you this dog is like the most amazing dog you'll ever meet, he's the sweetest, kindest, and he follows all the rules. If he throws up inside, especially right by the door, that's because he was trying to get outside, but there was nobody there to let him out. The big kids are fighting. They won in the house because they're demanding food right this instant. We have to clean up this huge piles of dog vomit because he's this 80 pound German shepherd. The little kids are sick and sad and snotty messes and it was just all chaos. So my husband cleans up the puke piles, number one and number two. Then in the living room, the dog is kind of going crazy and we're like, what's your problem? Do you want to eat? So my husband makes some food and he immediately throws up two more times. Now we're positive we're making a trip to the vet tomorrow, which means I'm making the trip to the vet with all four kids by myself. And we had four other appointments the next day too, between the croup and the fevers and the sickness and the breathing issues. And I'm a super anxious mess because I'm thinking the worst for our dog, you know, like he has something seriously wrong with him. So my husband cleans up piles three and four while I tend to the four humans that are four and under. (laughs) I text videos of the babies coughing to like my doctor nurses friends and I get a general croup consensus. So I start Googling to figure out how I can help these poor babies. Okay. Cold air, cold, cold mist humidifiers. I'm on it. So I'm like, we've got all these crane humidifiers upstairs. They've all somehow cracked out within a year of owning them, but I'm going to go upstairs to the third floor anyways, where I never go to get these humidifiers to see if I can get any of these Bobo ones fixed so that I can get these babies some relief. 
I walk up the steps to the third floor and bam, it was poop city, y'all. Poop, poop city. There was no way around it. I guess our poor dog Gunner really, really wasn't feeling well and no one was there. So he went looking for someone. He found his way to the third floor where we clearly never go because it's a huge mess of random stuff just everywhere on the floor in the craft room. And he poops everywhere. The kid watching the dog never would have known because he only had business being on our first floor and this was on the third. So I guess this dog had a lot of tummy issues and he had to come back a few times. It was one possibly all the way to two and a half day old foul nastiness, like at least 15 piles of loose dog stool everywhere. It was on clothes we were given for the babies at a baby shower. It was on crafts I had half made. It was, it was disgusting. I had to wear two painter's masks, gloves. I used two and a half rolls of paper towels, an entire bottle of cleaner, threw away three trash bags of anything poop had touched. Anything. It was not worth saving. I was quite ready to burn down the, the entire house. It was disgusting. Then after I got all that cleaned up, I went back and hand scrubbed the entire floor with an entire bottle of like the neon yellow Lysol. The third floor is a converted attic. So it had no windows, no central AC in the entire house or central heat or any sort of like I could turn on a fan airflow. And it's August and it's hot and it's sticky. So this is the nastiest I have ever felt in my entire life. Like disgusting. I wanted to just set myself on fire. I still never got the stupid humidifier out of that room <laughs> to try to fix because I had to deal with all the poop mess. I take the hottest shower and scrub the life out of myself. And then I quite literally cried myself to sleep that night with just exhaustion and yuck. Then the next day we get all the kids to the doctor and sure enough, the babies have some nasty, nasty croup. And so I have to go out and get a new humidifier because none of ours worked. The four-year-old's breathing treatments who didn't seem to be working actually had. So the one positive is his lung lobe had opened back up and his oxygen levels were back up and everything was great. The dog, however, we ended up getting him to the doctor early the next morning with me all by myself, all four kids in tow. And the amazing veterinarian comes to the conclusion that he probably drank some gross standing water that maybe was out in the backyard. So I asked the kid who was dog sitting and he's like, yeah, I saw him drinking out of the kiddie pool a few times. Bam. That was it. He had a nasty doggy tummy bug that no one at home was there to let him out. So this poor guy had it coming out of both ends because he was so sick with his old tummy bug. So $350 later in doggy probiotics, yogurt, antibiotics, blood work, and vet visits later, his tummy healed up really well. And I didn't go into that craft room for almost a month. I could smell dog poo anytime I went on that second floor. Not the third floor. Anytime I was on the floor we lived on. <laughs> Why do all the poo things happen to me? Also, we spent $350 on those vet visits. <laughs> that was the same cost it probably would have cost to get that hotel room. <laughs> we ended up spending that money anyways. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. 
Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.